Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast. This is a podcast uh, where we like to talk about business, mindset, and personal growth. Um, this uh, episode, we are going to introduce ourselves and also talk about uh, career ambitions. Um, joining me today is my excellent co-host, Afgar Fazil. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. Hopefully, we can provide some insightful information. But honestly, the main reason we're doing this is so we can look back on this and either call ourselves idiots for the thoughts that we had when we were this age or call ourselves visionaries because we still hold the same values all those years <laughs> later. Uh, yeah, this is uh, kind of like a personal social experiment to kind of just uh, run through ourselves and like Afgar said, document uh, what we were like at this point in our lives and yeah, maybe laugh, laugh, uh, laugh on it uh, maybe in a few <laughs> years. Um, so uh, I think we are going to introduce ourselves formally. Um, so we're going to keep some personal details anonymous, but we will kind of describe who we are and what we're doing, uh, what position in our lives we are in currently and what some of our career life goals are. Um, and then we're planning on delving into uh, ambitions and uh, maybe some of our, uh, what our career ambitions are personally, and maybe some more philosophical discussion on uh, what it means to be ambitious and et cetera. Okay, uh, Afgar, why don't you uh, kind of uh, talk about yourself? Sure. Um, so my name's Afgar. I'm a first generation immigrant to Canada. So I wasn't born here. I was born in Sri Lanka. Um, my family came here when I was eight. Basically, we were refugees. There was a civil war going on and wasn't a good situation. Thankfully, my dad was a Canadian citizen, so we moved here. And yeah, been living in Vancouver ever since. Uh, currently an undergrad student. I'm in my fourth year of university, or I'm going into my fourth year of university. I'm planning to graduate in five. Um, and aside from that, uh, I've had a few internships. I'm currently working on trying to get my own business started up and going. And I'll pass it over to you, Picard. Um, now, I'm going to ask you a little more questions before I introduce myself. Okay. Um, you know, I already know you like the back of my hand. But, that that uh, is true. Uh, for, for the podcast, I'm going to act like I don't know you. Okay. Um, what are you trying to become in your career specifically? Like, what are some of your career or life goals um I think a lot of people like uh, especially being in business school a lot of people view a uh, career as something that um gives them satisfaction I've tried to like gain that sort of like satisfaction from a job and it's just not there and I think for me a lot of my like personal satisfaction with life and like where I would get my happiness from would be from like having a family. That's something that like I've always wanted to do. Mm. Um, people always talk about like having a legacy. I know you're really big into that. Um, <laughs> for me, my legacy would be like hopefully being able to have children and like seeing them be decent people. That would be something that like fulfills me. Uh, I've Very like noble. talked to a lot of people about like internships and jobs and whatnot, and they really enjoy it. Like they really actually enjoy working. I don't like for me at the end of the day, it's a job. Like 
I like my I like my job. I like the people there. I like working, but it's merely a stepping stone for me and like a means to an end. And that's how I would describe my career in terms of working a job. Um, on the other hand, there's the whole entrepreneurial side for me, and I feel like that's more rewarding and gratifying because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a way, it's kind of like raising a child because oh, I have definitely. yeah I have no idea what I'm doing and like kind of like making these steps and I'm putting into the world something I created and seeing how people react to it and that gives me like immense pleasure and fulfillment oh yeah I couldn't have said it better myself I I definitely relate to that um and I think no those are very noble goals I think I think in terms of you know just setting aside career for a second I think you know the most important part of your own personal legacy is is your children Uh, (laughs) I think that's very noble and I and I hope to be able to do the same with with my children um yeah how how many kids you planning on having uh (laughs) I feel like that's not entirely up to me but hopefully like at the minimum two would not want only child um (laughs) I uh I want my like kid to have a sibling and like kind of go through some of that Mm -hmm. agreed Um, agreed yeah uh yeah, uh, but I would like a big family. Like uh, my ideal number would be three or four, but at least two. Four kids, bro. Pumping them out. Eh? <laughs> yeah, you know me, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, I think so too. I definitely do not only want one, but two or three. Yeah, that, that's the that's the number I'm thinking of. Okay, well, thanks for the introduction. Um, that was very very insightful. I definitely relate to a lot of what you said. Um, I guess to introduce myself, uh, my name is Picard. Um, I am a fourth year student, um, like Afgar at UBC, uh, Slaughter School of Business. Um, I am planning on specializing in, they call it business technology management. It's kind of like the business side of, you know, tech companies, project management, that kind of stuff. But I mean, recently for the past two years, uh, I've definitely been starting to kind of uh, think about the path that I want to go down a lot more. Um, this year is the second year I've been running my own uh, painting business. Um, I kind of got roped into it two years ago, and uh, I'm a franchise owner for a company called Student Works Painting. Um, I, you know, I thought it was a pyramid scheme at first, but that's actually not it's a legitimate <laughs> business, and it's actually been going really well. Um, so, taking that venture on, I've definitely become a lot more entrepreneurial and I definitely relate to a lot of what Afgar was saying about like forging your own path and like you know why work for somebody else when you can kind of just work for yourself and see the same or even more success. Um, A big part of one of my or my career goals is to kind of I don't know leave a legacy behind whether it's like you know um, my family or I don't know, through my employees or through my company. Like, I want to be able to make a difference in the world in a good and meaningful way and not just, I don't know, make tons of money. Like, that's, sure, that's one of the goals. And I always joke with my friends, like, yo, yeah, I'm going to be a billionaire and shit. But, like, you know, it's not really as important to me as, like, saying that I was able to do what I was saying that I was going to do. I think that's kind of the most important part for me. No, completely agree. Yeah, it's not really like 
Yeah, because I guess once you get to that stage, it's not really about money anymore, right? It's like about kind of how it makes you feel and like your own personal accomplishments and stuff. Yeah, like I feel like money you can get by like having a job. Like, you know, there's like tons of ways to get money. Mm-hmm. Ways that you can like gratify yourself and like your like soul, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that's something that's harder to come by. And 100% agree. It, it wasn't something that I saw eye to eye. And I feel like it or like a couple of years ago, it wouldn't have even been something that I thought about like going into business school, my entire mentality was like, I'm going to go here so I can find a job that's going to like give me enough money mm-hmm, to live mm-hmm. life. Yep, yep. And having gone through jobs and just being like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Just that switch in my head uh, was what made me want to be like, wanting to create things and put it out there. Mm-hmm, no facts. I, I, yeah, definitely agree. Um, and I like, even right now in my own business, like I do things that are like, rationally and logically if you were just only driven by money you would not do like mm-hmm. you know sometimes i'll already have been paid for a job and like i go out of my way to like make the client even happier or to do something that i was not obligated to do mm-hmm. like for example one of my jobs super nice guy i really liked working with him and stuff like that like i offered to buy him more paint even though he already paid me like why did i do that like you know, I, I always think to myself, like, why did I do that? I should have just not taken on the extra trouble. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, you're right. It's, like, something that kind of gratifies you. Like, oh, I'm I'm running a business where I'm making people happy. Or, like, I have, a, like, a meaningful impact on in some people's lives. And it's, like, yeah, at the bottom line, like, I, I'm losing money by doing that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess it kind of satisfies the soul in a way that's, like, priceless. Yeah, and one thing I will say, uh, just for, like, audience clarification... Me and Picard have grown up together. Like, I've known him since I was nine years old. I've literally known him for, like, the majority of my uh, life. Um, Like, he's my closest friend. One of the, like, I still tell this story because I work as a tour guide for my uh, university. Uh, People always ask me how I ended up choosing UBC. We were sitting in grade 12. We were sitting in, like, uh, one of our classes. And, like, it was, like, university decision time. And a lot, everyone around me was, like, doing research and stuff. I literally just turned to Picard and I was like, hey, what university are you going to go to? And he was like, oh, I'm probably going to apply to Solder. I was like, okay, cool. I guess that's what I'm doing too. I did no research, <laughs> no nothing. I just applied there. But yeah, like having known him, I've seen him like go through like part-time jobs and stuff. And like you've complained about like staples and everything. Yep. And like relative to working those jobs to like what you're doing now, I would say your painting business is a lot more taxing on you both mentally and physically yeah but never once do i hear you like complain about it like you always seem you seem satisfied like at the end of the day and like you really seem to like enjoy what you're doing with it yeah and it's it's definitely very um very puzzling when you first look at it from the surface right you're like painting the f- like you know, no uh, you know, uh, like yeah the hell but like yeah no 100 percent. and i think a big part of it is like it's like me like 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 it's it's my baby mm-hmm. right yeah that, that's that's very like it's such a different like imagine my my so my first job was was at staples and i was like a technology salesperson or something right and it's like in that role i didn't really care how people perceived staples right like mm-hmm. i didn't own the company and i got paid like 11 dollars an hour so <laughs> who cares right and like you worked at McDonald's for your first job. Same deal, right? You didn't own the McDonald's. But like once your name, like instead of McDonald's, what if it said Afgar on there, right? Yeah. That was the name of the 
the, the restaurant you worked at, right? And it's like a very different um, experience because you're no longer motivated just by money or like wage per hour. You're like, oh man, like I don't want these people to like think my business sucks or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know. I think this is a perfect segue into the next topic about like ambition and mm-hmm. Like, clearly from what you've ex- described, I, like, I know this, but, like, just so that the audience knows this, you're a very ambitious person. Like, I feel like yes, yes. you really want to make the most out of your time, like, on Earth. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think for me, it's, like, I have... I'm very driven to accomplish the goals that I set out for myself, um, especially in my career or, like, you know, in terms of money or in terms of investment or savings or whatever like I always want to shoot for the moon and land among the stars I know that's very cliche but like it's it's true and I and I I often see and we'll we'll talk about this in a little bit but I often see people that are so talented and capable of more but like they just aren't ambitious at all and just don't think they can do it um I hold a very different mindset I'm always like ask her it if I if I don't do it then I, I think I'd regret it more as opposed to I tried and I failed but you know I got at least one step closer and that's my mentality yeah and like when you alluded like you alluded to like other people not wanting to be ambitious I think a big part of that has to do with risk and like mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. being afraid to like take chances and everything oh exactly, exactly uh one of the quotes that like you said that always like sticks with me is like by 30 I'm either gonna be a millionaire or I'm gonna be homeless <laughs> and I think like Honestly, that's a good mentality to have. Like, I feel like, um, you know, you putting yourself out there, taking all these risks and like doing things that like you never thought were was possible mm-hmm. and like doing things where there's no like formal blueprint laid out. Like, I'm sure once you started your painting business, like you did get some guidance, but it wasn't like you had like a support system. Like you were the business owner. Every single thing that happened, it was on you. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, as a franchisee, I will say like, you know, um, I, I do get support. I do get guidance, but yeah, definitely not nearly as much as like, there's not, there's nobody like holding your hand, you know, every single second or every single mm-hmm. day. Right. Sometimes you got a problem and you're just like, oh, I'm screwed. What do I do now? And I think that's in by like by itself, that's such like a, you know, at the time, you don't think this way, but, like, after it's done, you're like, oh, that was a very rewarding experience simply because, like, oh, I got through it. I know how to handle it if that comes up again or if something similar comes up again. Um, and I feel like that's very, like, you know, applicable to future jobs. Like, you know, even if I was going to not become an entrepreneur in the future and just kind of, oh, you know, work for a big company or whatever, I feel like that's such a desirable skill, like, being able to handle when, you know, shit hits the fan mm-hmm. and like just to clarify it's not that we're shitting on people who have jobs and who aren't entrepreneurs it's just that the both of us like mutually feel that it's something that's like so pushed down on you is to like be able to like get a job mm-hmm. and becoming an entrepreneur isn't something that's like talked about a lot or it's seen as something where like if you do something entrepreneurial i feel like the majority of people their first response is why like why are you doing this mm, or like yes, what are the risks yes, associated yes. with it like nobody ever sees like the positives uh of it um for my life for example i am trying to like make a card game and make that into a business it didn't originally start off like that like my entire motivation for making this card game was just 
I want to create something that'd be really fun, especially coming out of the pandemic. Like I want to make sure I take advantage of every single like social opportunity because I really miss that. And like everyone I talked to sort of like when I told them what I was doing, they would sort of give me this like, oh, a card game? Like, like, oh, okay. Like, I guess like that's like nobody took it seriously Mm -hmm. except for Picard. Like when I went and told him, his first reaction was like, dude, that's awesome. Like you should do it. Yeah, 100%. you should roll with it. Yeah, and just think that like going into like entering like our twenties, I feel like a lot of the decisions we make now are the ones that are like really important in setting up the foundation for the rest of our lives and mm-hmm. sort of like determining who we would be. Not saying that we can change, we can't change, but a lot of the groundwork is done now, and I feel like it's important to really be the person that you want to be. Oh no no no! Very good. I think this is a perfect uh, plug for your for your card game. I think you should uh, tell the audience a little bit more about it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and the name, the the objective. Go ahead. So yeah yeah. So the game uh, it's called Fuck Twenty Twenty, <laughs> um, for obvious reasons. Uh, it started off as something I wanted to do, like it stemmed a lot from my own social anxiety. Um, I feel like being a really extroverted person, I not saying that I don't love being extroverted or anything. (laughs) Uh, It's just uh, a lot of the times I feel this uh, intrinsic pressure to make sure everyone's having a good time and like everyone's having Mm, fun mm. and not having hung out with people for over a year. I just did not know how I'm going to like break that ice. So I started off with Googling like, Oh, party games are something that's easy to do at a party where like everyone can just sit around and like, the game is what social interactions can happen with. So I started Googling like, oh, pandemic type games or like games that like have to relate with uh, everyone's shared experience of the pandemic. Couldn't find one. So just decided that day I was going to make one on Excel sheet just to like, you know, just for fun. I don't even know what got into me. Uh, I was up until like 4 a.m. I had work the next morning, but I still like (laughs) made all, made all like the prompts, made the rules and had like a, really rough draft for the game and now it's slowly turned into something where like i've had i've hired up to like three designers i've hired someone for the website i've got one sample already in um yeah it's basically a party game that sort of helps create conversation it's a little different from the other ones there's some nuances to some of the games that are out there and yeah i'll send more information about it soon and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a later podcast, but like creating that game, it's been a really fun experience. And my main motivation, again, like going back to you talking about money, it's not to make money. And I told this to Picard, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the main reason I'm making this game is so that for me, the biggest thing that I could gain out of this is if I go to a party or if I go to a friend's house, I see people playing this game and enjoying it. Like they're enjoying something I created and it's not like that feeling for me would be so gratifying and just knowing that people are enjoying Mm, a product that I made and like put months and months of work into. Yes. Yes. No, hundred percent. And that's, that's why, that's what I like about you. You know, you see something that you see a gap that should be filled and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to try making something to fill that gap. (laughs) And like a lot of people never take that step. And like that, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Um, Afgar is just kind of seeing that opportunity and he like he said his main motivation is not money but you know when he first told me about the idea I was like 
oh, dang, this could be big. I think you should do it. I think you should do it. And like, I guess that's the more ambitious side of me talking. And I, I knew he was very capable of, uh, of doing this whole thing. And, and he's doing a really great job so far. The project's come along really well. Yeah, I mean, thank the, you. The launch is going to be soon. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like he could have easily just been like, ah, you know, maybe someone else will make the game. I, I just don't want to do it. But I mean, he took this project on and like, you know, in addition to your like two other jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's a really good big step. And I think it's probably taught you more than what uh, business school might have taught you. Yeah, it's definitely terms. taught me a lot, especially like dealing with people. And like, just, just so you guys have some like uh, context, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I literally just had an Excel spreadsheet when this started. And I was like, okay, how am I supposed to make it become a game? And I feel like we're really lucky in the sense that we have the internet at our disposal. Like 100%. finding information is so easy and yeah. being able to get connected with people is so easy. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just don't take that first step to do that. Like when I, like I literally had no idea what to do. And the first thing I did was just start talking to people and reaching out. Like I used my friends, parents, my friends, friends of friends, like literally anyone I could go to, I would like talk to them about this. I swear everyone in my social circle has already heard me speak enough about this game, but it was just something that I could use. And like, I was so passionate about it and I'm really looking forward to making it happen. Uh, yeah. Um, no, no, hundred percent. I, that's, that's, yeah, no, that's uh, really excited for your, your project. And I think it'll turn out really well. Um, when when's the planned uh, when's the planned Kickstarter launch? You got a you got a time frame? Yeah, hoping to launch it um, middle of August so that mm, it's, it's solid, solid. Uh, it, people are able to get the product in right before school starts and then be able to really like enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm super excited for it, and I hope like honestly, my only main goal with it is just like again, people enjoy it. And people have fun with it. I'm not the profit margins aren't even that great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, but I no, I think it's a super unique project that mm -hmm. fills a super unique space. I think after, uh, I don't know. I, I think COVID itself, you know, the year 2020 even 2021, it's presented so many opportunities. Right, um, everyone's so connected online, and there's like you said, you learned about all of it, kind of experienced, you know, the whole project cycle and stuff over the internet. Right, and mm -hmm. without that, like you can't really do much these days because everyone's so you know uh, focused on their cell phones internet computers etc cetera, etc cetera. um and i want to go back to what you were talking about how like people were kind of kind of doubting you when when you were like oh yeah i'm, I'm making a card game and they kind of just scoffed it off and laughed at it but like you know i don't think that they would be able to take on a project you know themselves like that i feel like a lot of people just they're very talented, very capable, but they just don't have that drive and that vision. Like, being completely honest, uh, I actually liked hearing them being like, oh, hmm. it's a card game. Or, like, them thinking, like, obviously, like, even friends and stuff, like, I could just tell that they didn't really see what I saw in it. And they didn't really see it to be something that was real. Like, and I think you can relate to this too. Like, I remember when you first joined Student Works, a lot of people thought you were joining a pyramid scheme and they were like, why are you doing painting? And like, for me, people mm -hmm. telling me that I can't do something, it's just the most motivating thing ever. Like, I, I, I really, like, <laughs> just the thought of being like, 
oh, he actually did it. Like, it's yeah. a real product. No, it's no, out 100%. there. Like, I can go and buy it. And just, like, people knowing that, like, throughout my journey, they didn't really believe in it. And, like, being able to just be like, hey, fuck you. I did what, you know, you thought I couldn't do. Oh, 100%. 100%. I, you know, I totally relate to that. I mean, like, I'm in my second year of, you know, painting houses and stuff. And it's going super well. And I'm really happy with the uh, the progress I made this year. But I remember last year, it was very, like... You know, I got a lot of weird looks and I got a lot mm-hmm. of people just kind of like laughing about it or just kind of treating it, not treating it as a joke, but like, oh, you know, painting or whatever. But like, like, why are you doing this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they don't really understand that like painting is just the medium. You know, I always say like the name of the game is really just the business. Right. You know, uh, I've learned so many incredible things from 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 running my business, you know, from people skills to you know, cash flow management, budgeting, um, you know, doing estimates for people, uh, making sure that my painters are doing good work, you know, managing teams, managing projects, client relations, um, you know. And I feel like a big part of both your venture and my venture, it's like there's real consequences to what we do. Mm -hmm, For sure. You've put a lot of money and time into your project. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work out the way you think, um, you know, you might have people be, you know, laugh at you, be like, oh, like, you know, nice project, ha, ha, ha. And like, but worst of all, like you, you put money into it, right? Lots of money. Mm-hmm. You know, your samples cost like, what, $400? Or yeah. You know, just for like a couple boxes. Games. Yeah. Um, I've put a lot of money into my business. You know, I've got like so much equipment going on. Like if I didn't do a good job, didn't make money, I lost money, you know, damaged people's property, et cetera, you know, I'd lose a fortune, right? So... Um, there's a lot of risk in, 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 I feel like, in what we do. But at the same time, I feel like there's there's just so much reward to what we do, both mm-hmm. like monetary-wise and in terms of just personal development. Yeah. Because I feel like in the last two years, I've, like, grown. I feel like I've aged 10 years. No, hundred, dude, 100%. Like, like, physically and mentally. I yeah. feel like I'm, I'm a brittle old man with back <laughs> problems because I've been on so many ladders and I've yeah. dealt with so much bullshit from you know my painters or clients um and yeah no i think um in my i i I definitely think you are wise beyond your age but i also want to add one thing um yours with painting for example and mine with like a party game for example yeah these aren't like the grandest things and like especially coming from business school it's not like it's not like we're working at microsoft or like amazon these like big companies Yeah. yeah so i think like um I think for you and like even for me, I've just witnessed people like almost like look down on mm-hmm. what we're doing because mm-hmm. it's not as prestigious or like yes, as like 100%. like it's not like a it's not like a Goldman Sachs internship or it's not 100%. like a Microsoft internship. Like it's 100%. like oh, you're doing physical labor, you're painting, like yep. that's what you want to do. Yep. And like oh, it's like you're making a party game. Yep. Like okay. Yeah. Um. It just blows my mind because, like, these internships pay them like shit. Like, you're working for someone who doesn't give a... Like, you're literally just a cycle employee for them. That's right. That's right. And, and like, the thing about, I don't know, internships that I see, like, common around that age, I think it's... Yes, it's very important you're getting the experience. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like that just taking that risk, betting on yourself and just trying something, trying to build something yourself, I feel like is every... Is something everyone should at least give a try to. Yeah. It's so rewarding and it's, you know, 
when you're working for yourself, you're relying on yourself. Your success depends on yourself. When you're working for someone else, especially big companies where like there's 900 other, you know, interns just like you, you're expendable completely, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you were gone the next day, what would happen? Life goes on normally. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know if anyone, I mean, besides your friends, obviously would, would miss you because like, like just at our, at the stage we are in, in our lives, like our skills, like aren't just, you know, no one's like going to be vice president of, you know, the what risk a, management yeah. department, right? You're just all like interns doing the same basic mm-hmm. you know, positions. And like, honestly, from just like you mentioned, like you feel like you've aged 10 years, me yeah. taking this on, I've learned so much. Yeah, exactly. So much. Exactly. And like you said, there's real consequences. If yeah. I don't get something in on time, it might push my deadlines out by a week. Or if I don't like pay someone on time, it might screw up my entire like workflow and deadline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the consequences are real. Yep. And like you mentioned about like, like I know you, for example, have sacrificed a lot of like social time, like yeah, working out, for sure, for sure. all those things. And for me, like it's starting to happen. Like, you know how much I prioritize my health. And like, there were days where like, I just couldn't work out because like an issue would happen and I would have to be able to fix it right yep. away. Yep. Yep. 100%. And even when like I was off, my mind was still on my business because I put so much into it that like, I'm just stressed and yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. But like, it's a good type of stress. Like, no, I feel no, like it it's really pushes me to grow as a person yes, and I don't does. feel like for the first time in my life, I don't feel like I'm stagnant and I feel like I'm That's almost good. like, guiding myself whereas before it always felt like there was a blueprint for me to follow Mm, in high school it was like get to the next grade you know yeah get to university there was like an end goal even in university like for first and second year it was basically like aim to get that first internship get into your specialization graduate land the big job yeah and you get to go like you're set whereas now it feels like i'm all off like i'm basically off-road and there's no map like whatever steps i take the map gets made after I make the steps. Yes. And I think that's very, it's very exciting. It is. It exciting. really is. Very exciting. You don't know what's coming next, but at the same time, it's not exactly a bad thing. Um, and I think with, I don't know, like I think with a lot of, you know, I think it's wonderful. Many of our friends have like great positions at a lot of big firms mm-hmm. and it's really good. But like, and like hats off to them. They definitely yeah, no, earned it. No, and no, no. It's, it. it's, it's tough because it's a very competitive environment. But at the same time, like, these friends of ours, like, you know, I feel like they're capable of so much. They're oh, a hundred. And I think if they just had that kind of risk loving mentality that we both had, like, oh my God, they, they could accomplish. Dude, so I'm a dumbass compared to like most <laughs> of our friends. Like our friends are like, they're very intelligent people. Yeah, yeah, and like, 100%. they, I, like, it amazes me all the things that they're capable of. Yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, I feel like if they were to do their own thing, they could be so successful but like i think you're right about like the whole mentality of it and like being able to take that risk yep and also there's not just like a for example there's the monetary risk there's like the personal risk Mm -hmm. but there's also a social risk yes because like if you fail at it socially i've never thought yeah people can yeah people would look at you and be like oh hey you failed Mm -hmm. oh 100 i think that's super true um but uh no, yeah, no, you're right. That's a very interesting perspective. I never thought about it that way, but no, you're right. I'm glad. Uh, well, I don't think you will fail. I think you're succeeding a lot. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I hope it keeps going. And I've I've been doing pretty well in my my business. I mean, like, 
I want to go back to what you said about like, yeah, you're right. Like, well, I guess when we tell people about what we're doing, yeah, we do kind of get looked down upon in a way. No, yeah. Because it's like, oh, you're not working at Goldman Sachs. You're just painting houses and stuff. But like, I can tell you right now, I am probably making double or double and a half what, you know, a fresh grad out of university. Yeah, no, you are. Make. You are. Yeah. And that's, it's like, yeah, what am I doing? I'm painting houses, biatch. But like, at the same time, it's like, I'm working for myself. I get to decide in a way how much I make, right? Mm -hmm. like it's how well I organize my labor. How much work do I book? Uh, how much effort do I put in? Like if I really wanted to make so much money, I could just go paint every day myself, right? But like, you know, that that has a social cost. I can't hang out with my girlfriend. I can't hang out with my friends, right? Um, it takes a burden on, on the mental health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think those things are you know, priceless. I think I, I wouldn't give those up. And I think it's very important that I maintain a balance. That's one of my goals um, in, in my, you know, life is to just maintain a balance between my work and my, you know, friends and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Balance is important. Um, I think it's something that's always changing. Like, I feel like you'd never be able to maintain, uh, obtain that like 100% perfect balance. Mm -hmm. So it's something you always have to like work on yes. and help grow. I agree. I agree. No, it's, um, no, I think, I think we had a very, very, very good discussion here. I, I liked uh, like what we talked about and I think your, your game will be super successful. And I think uh, the audience will discover in the next, next few episodes. I'm a betting man. I, I, I would, I like to, I would like to place a wager right now that his project goes successfully. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if it does not happen within the next, uh, next uh, 20 episodes, then I will, I will, I will do a dare. Okay. I will do a dare. Okay. So, so, but yeah, that, that's uh, to be announced. Mm -hmm. um, anything else you'd like to talk about or bring up? Uh, no, I think we can like wrap it up with just, some final thoughts, maybe like a quick, you could do like a quick summary of like the takeaways from today's episode. Yeah. If I remember them all, I think we covered so many important points. Um, no, I, I think, um, you know, in, in the context of our, you know, personal characters and stuff, we're both very risk loving people. I think we yeah. like to take chances. Um, but I think that's what distinguishes us from a lot of people. Like, like, like you said, we have so many friends that are so talented, way more intelligent, way more hardworking. It's just that they, you know, seems like they don't have the confidence or ambition to just bet on themselves. And I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, if they just gave themselves a chance, I think they would find so much success. I don't know where your like personal belief in yourself comes from. For me, it's like I was never supposed to have this life. Mm. Like that's how I feel I about see. the current life that I'm living. Yeah. Mainly because like the circumstances that got me to here. Like, there had to be a civil war. My dad had to have a citizenship to be here. <sighs> yes. We somehow moved here, like, by chance. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. Um, in high school, I was a terrible student, like, up until grade <laughs> 11. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I had, like, 130 absences in, like, grade 10 one year. I'd just stay home, play video games. Um, I'd still show up after school to, like, practice and stuff, but... Like I was, I didn't think I was going to go to university until like we have a really close teacher that we're really close with to this day. And she like really like helped kick my ass and tough love and made me like get my grades together and be able mm -hmm. to apply to university. Mm -hmm. So I never expected to like have this life. And so everything from now on just feels like a bonus to me. 
So I'm gonna try my best to maximize that bonus. Mm, yes, yes. No, that's no. I think that's very, very inspiring, actually. And I know you've you've told me a little bit about that before, like where your motivation comes from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As for me, I, you know, I feel like I've rambled to you about this before, but uh, right now, to be honest, I'm kind of drawing a blank. I just, for me, when I kind of just set my mind on something, I just kind of envision myself like already doing in what life would be like and just I just kind of set out and do it I don't believe in like I don't know like I I'm a very risk-loving person like I said I'd love to take chances I'd love to bet on things and I just don't I just think life is too short to not take chances yeah um and a podcast that we both listen to I think you know um one that the, the main co-host was like you know by he said something along the lines of, you know, by... By risking um, nothing, you risk losing everything. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that, I think that's such a powerful quote because it's true. I think, you know, if, you know, I'm, now, I'm not religious. I don't want to get into that. But, like, if I'm only living one life, like, I would rather choose to just explore, do all that I can, take risks, take chances, because, you know, I might not have the opportunity to uh, down the line. And I think that's... That's that's uh, that's kind of my perspective on mm-hmm. you know, why I just like to ask ah, screw it, just do this, just do that. Why not just try it? And I think I don't I don't think we see that from too many people just because I feel like they're scared that they're not good enough or scared they're not capable or scared of like like you mentioned the the social aspect. The like, social aspect is very real. Like being able to like take those chances, like mm-hmm. especially a lot of the people that we know, they haven't failed at anything. Their entire lives have mostly been success, success, success. Yeah. Yep. Like academically, career wise. Whereas for me, like I've failed at so many things at this point, mm, it's like second mm, nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like failure, uh, for me anyways, failure is something that like I'm not afraid of. No, man. Like it's, like I mentioned, I feel like life trait. now is a bonus. Yeah. And I wouldn't have gotten to here if it wasn't for like all those failures. And I think I'm gonna keep failing, but Oh, 100%. The lessons I take from Me that. Too. Yeah. Yep. And, but the lessons yep. I take from that are important. And it's gotten to the point where like with the social risk, especially uh, for me, it's like at the end of the day, and this is something that I only learned because of the pandemic and like having so much time isolated from everyone, mm. I realized how insignificant I was to others. And mm, what I mean by that is like, you have your close friends, you yeah. have that like like two or three people you are super tight with, and then you have your like overarching friends and then your acquaintances and like all these bigger social circles. Mm-hmm. The more uh, outside of these social circles you go, the less important you are mm-hmm, to these people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So why does it matter? Like at the end, of, like mm, even if yeah. I do fill out this card game or even if you fail at uh, something you take a chance on, it could be like, I don't know, putting yourself out there in some way and you fail. And if you're scared of the social risk, like, sure, people might be like thinking about it for like a day or two, but you're not that important to people. Like people really don't give a shit about you and people have so much of their own problems going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And again, this was something I wouldn't have realized if it wasn't for the pandemic, but you're not that important. And I think the second you realize that, it's such a freeing feeling. Oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah, I, I... No, I completely relate to that. And I think more people should should be aware of that. Like, I think in our own minds, 
we have a little bit of narcissism going on. Like, oh, if I fuck up this, if I do this, then others will judge me. Yeah. And like, like you said, honestly, other people don't give a shit. Yeah, people don't. <laughs> no, give no a one shit. cares. No one cares. Like, like maybe you your might, friends will like be like, haha. Yeah, like, you, that, that's about it. And even your yeah. friends, you might just like you're just a good laugh to them for like a, a day or two, and yeah. then they have their own like hundreds of problems and hundreds of things yeah. that they need to fix with. No, hundred percent. And I and it's yeah, like I, like you said, we're hey, we're in our twenties. People got shit to do. People have better things to do than just, you know, go over every detail about how you failed at something. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like most people might, some people might even admire you for 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 trying or even taking on something new. And I feel like that's, uh, I don't know, it's just something that everyone should should think about. Yeah, um, we're a little bit over time, so let's start to wrap it up. I'm gonna give my one piece of advice from this episode, or like one insight. And that would be you're not as important as you think. And the sooner you realize that, the Very positive. Yeah, the more freeing it will be. Because you're no longer tied to other people's views of yourself. At the end of the day, your view of yourself should be what matters the most. Mm, yes, yes, very wise, very wise. Completely agree with that. Um, I would say what my one takeaway here is probably go take risks. Whatever you do, I, I don't mean that as in like go fucking put all in on blackjack at the casino or something. Just try something you've never done before. Take a risk and... Take a calculated risk. Yes, a calculated risk and just see how that plays out. Um, and yeah, this was uh, the first episode of uh, A Work in Progress, a podcast about business, mindset, and personal growth. I hope you've enjoyed listening and uh, please stay tuned for more. Thank you.